This is the So Worth It podcast, a place where we're talking about growing a business while raising a family, not to mention all of the crazy, fun, and hard stuff that comes with it. I'm sure I don't have to tell you, none of it's easy, but it is so worth it. If that sounds like your sort of thing, stick around. I'm your host, Jackie Ellis. Welcome to the show. Well, hey there, and welcome back to So Worth It. I am really geeked today to be recording this episode because as I stand here, the sun is shining. And if you have listened to any of my other episodes, you know that I live in the Pacific Northwest where the sun is (laughs) mostly hidden from um, our lives most of the time. And you would think that after living here for 21 years, um, I'd be used to it. But I grew up in the South and the Midwest where it's, you know, hot and muggy and buggy (laughs) and it comes with its own challenges, but sunny most of the time, unless it's storming, right? I guess that's the trade-off. It's like either sunny or it's storming. (laughs) And here it's just kind of dreary all the time. And I, you know, we live that way for most of the year. I would say probably eight months out of the year, it's just dreary here, which is really sad, (laughs) but it's sunny today. And we've had lots of sunny days this spring and early summer. We've only had, in, in fact, we've only had a couple days of rain, which has really made it challenging with just a with just that amount of rain like we're already in a drought it's ridiculous it's ridiculous i don't understand it when it rains the rest of the year how could we be in a drought after a couple days with no rain but anyway it really um pumps me up when the when the sun is out and it's nice and warm i wish i could move this microphone and my desk like right outside the door because i would just i would just be in heaven it would be lovely anyway that's not even really what I want to talk to you about today. What I want to talk to you about is client gifting and that client experience of when they, when your client first becomes a client and other opportunities for, for acknowledging how grateful you are to be working with your clients. That's really what I think about when I think of client gifting, right? It's like setting the tone when they first become a client And then reminding them that they're wonderful and that you love working with them and that you appreciate them and that you're grateful and all of those things. So what triggered this episode was actually a gift that I got in the mail from my coach this week. And it was kind of funny because it was a gift that the scenario was a little bit different. I'm not, I didn't just sign with my coach. I've been with my coach for almost a year. And so I'll get into what I think the strategy might be there with this, with this particular gift. I don't know for sure. Cause I haven't asked her. <laughs> I might ask her and her team if that was their strategy. If they didn't have a strategy and this was just a gift, then that would be a coincidence because I think it was actually pretty brilliant. But before I get into that, I just want to talk about some strategies for gifting and some ideas for gifting when you're first starting to work with a client. So I talk about this book a lot 
because I love it. And my, my team, everyone on my team has this book. We've done a book club on it. We refer back to it. It's called Never Lose a Customer Again by Joey Coleman. My coach introduced it to me kind of casually. It was on her list of recommended reading. And just the title alone was like, oh, geez, this is going to be really boring. I'll tell you, it's probably the best book on business that I've ever read because I am such a big believer in like really digging into the customer journey, not just the customer journey before someone come, becomes a client, but the experience that they have once they do become a client. This is how you keep clients for life. This is how you become a referral engine. You know, um, this is what makes people come back to you and or stay with you forever. So back to the customer journey. So I'm a really big advocate of like understanding the experience that your clients or your customers go on from the point that they are first introduced to you through the discovery process of, I'm mostly talking about clients here, right? Not just customers that are buying a low ticket item, but clients that are paying you monthly or paying for large high ticket packages that from from the discovery point, maybe they've been on a sales call, you're following up to becoming a client and all through that, right? And what this book made me realize was there's really many touch points. There's really many opportunities for you to show your gratitude and help move someone forward in that journey. And it kind of helps to cement where they are in that journey. Because a, a lot of times, potential clients will go backwards right? We'll get on a sales call and then we think we're moving forward. And then you never hear, you know, you have to follow up on the proposal. You never hear from them. They've kind of slid backwards. And so some of the strategies in this book really help you cement them to where they are and then move them forward, not backward. So anyway, I could go on and on about this book, which actually I haven't even shared anything really powerful from this book, but that's not really what this episode is about. This episode is about client gifting. Okay. So what I used to do for my clients in the agency was once they signed, we would send them a very nice, um, package, a box that I ordered from some, from my sister, actually, she creates like custom, custom items, we'll just say. And so she would mail that out for me. The first thing that I want to say about this is notice that I was not mailing it out myself. <laughs> okay. This is important. I used to, we used to create, um, or gather the, the gifts or ingredients in the box and ship them out from my house. And then things would always get delayed and that sort of thing. And it was like, we're not taking on a hundred clients a month. We're only taking on, you know, one or two new clients a month. So it wasn't a big deal, but I still found that I was delaying my own process. I was becoming the bottleneck in my own process. And so I needed to delegate that. So luckily my sister has an Etsy store. I could order uh, the box from her. She would ship it out. And then that was pretty much where the client gift would end essentially until the holidays. Cause I'll always send my clients like a holiday gift box as well. So after reading this book though, I was thinking about different opportunities for sending something thoughtful to clients. And so I'm going to share with you a couple things that we do, and then I'll give you some resources or some ideas for things that you can gift. Because I really think that no two gifts are 
alike, like they choose a gift that has significance. Okay. So the first thing that we do, I think that this is really creative. We send a postcard immediately because a gift takes time to order. It takes time to ship. La 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 la. Right. So we send a postcard with a thank you, welcome message written on it. And then on the backside, it has a QR code that if you scan it, a custom video pops up where it says, welcome to the agency. These are the team members that are going to be assisting you in your, on your journey. And all of my team members introduce themselves. It's very sweet. It's very personal feeling. And it is just so much more than just a postcard, right? Plus, I mean, when's the last time that you got something like in the mail that you actually wanted to engage with, right? Am I right? So this is, has kind of like an interactive element to it, but that, that's not even the reason that I chose to go with this postcard. Really. I just wanted something to go out to them fast to acknowledge kind of like a thank you card after a baby shower or something, right? Like let's acknowledge this relationship has started. We're moving forward. And then shortly thereafter, they receive a gift in the mail from us. Now, here are the things that I have decided to do in the past. We we kind of alternate between these depending on the clients. So I have a handful of options to choose from because what I was finding is not every client has the same interests that I do. You'll think that's funny in, in a moment, probably based on what I send them. And I wanted it to feel a little bit more custom to them. Okay. And I felt like I could find some categories that most of my clients would fall into. So the first one that we did was flowers. So there are several different online vendors that we use. We don't use like the big ones like FTD and that sort of thing. We use smaller businesses that ship like flowers fresh from the farm type scenario. I can put these um, links in the show notes so that you can check them out. But there are some that have like subscriptions that you can pay for that send, we'll send someone flowers every month, every two months, something like that. Um, there's lots of different options out there. So we started with flowers and then I thought, you know what? I'm actually not a flower person because first of all, flowers, like certain flowers have a very strong scent to me that I don't like. So I'm kind of picky about, um, flowers myself. Okay. I'm not picky about flowers. I'm not really picky about anything. Lilies. I do not like the smell of lilies. Okay. So if you've been thinking about sending me flowers, please don't send me lilies. (laughs) That's really it. That's all I'm picky about. So anyway, they have these beautiful bouquets that you can send. Um, So we did that. But then I thought, gosh, flowers die. They die so, so quickly. And actually during last winter, we brought on a client that lived in an area that was affected by the snowstorm. Do you remember the snow that happened over Christmas of 2022? Well, her flowers were traveling through that storm because it's like by mail. It's not a delivery car that's delivering it locally, right? It's being shipped uh, via FedEx and her flowers arrived frozen. And I was like, first of all, company, which will not be named. Why did you not like send out a notice saying we're going to delay your delivery, but they made it right. They resent another 
bouquet, I guess, of flowers, and they actually let her pick what she wanted. So, and I think they even sent her a larger bouquet. You can get like small, medium, large, a larger bouquet than we had originally ordered. So she kind of got extra bonus, right? So it all worked out. But that was one of my thoughts. It's like, we, when we send a gift, you are top of mind when that gift arrives. And as long as that gift lives, right? So it should probably be something useful, something that they see every day or something that doesn't die. So then we shifted a little bit more towards a plant. So some of these online florists have the option where they have like succulents inside the bouquet that you can plant. And it comes with a little sign in there that says plant me. And I thought, oh, that's brilliant right? So we started doing that. We chose those bouquets. They also have other succulents that you can send if you don't want to do a bouquet of flowers or like a, a really fun one is the money tree, the small, I don't even know what the actual plant is called, but I always see it called money tree. I have one myself. My, one of my sisters sent it to me and they grow like insane, that insanely large. So fun though, to send someone a money tree, especially like if it's a B2B Uh, service that you provide. So flowers, succulents, money tree, and those all came from some of the same vendors. So those were really great ideas. Now, something else that we did, like I was telling you, is ordering a gift box off of Etsy. Okay. I'll put my sister's link to her Etsy shop in the show notes as well, but some of these are customizable. Um, And you can just search for a gift box. Uh, You can find them anywhere from like $25 to $225, like depending on how much you want to spend on a gift for your client. And this gift box, just like the flowers, would be what we send, you know, once we have kicked off the onboarding process. So this is like once we have booked the onboarding call, then we're sending the gift, the big gift. So it's not like the day that they sign necessarily. I like for the box to arrive or the flowers to arrive the day of the onboarding call or the day before, just because I think that that makes it a little bit more exciting, I guess. I don't know. So you can search on Etsy and a lot of these will be customizable. So you could choose, you know, that you want a tumbler to be in there and what color or what you want it to say, a custom card, a candle and a snack, that sort of thing. There is also one called box fox, I believe. I hope I'm getting that right. I didn't write that down to remind myself, but I think it's shopboxfox.com or something. And we used to use that service. And that was the same kind of thing. Pretty easy. You could just throw things into your box and they will like color coordinate them. They have pre-made boxes. It was actually had a lot to choose from and a variety of price points as well. It was kind of expensive to ship, I think. I can't remember why we moved away from BoxFox, but my sister started offering this service to us. So of course I'm going to go with a small business as opposed to, you know, this big BoxFox company. So that's my personal preference. Support the little businesses. Okay. And then my favorite, this is one that I've been doing more and more. And this is an example of a gift that does not apply to every client. And that is wine. (laughs) So I found a company that has like a six pack of wine, not full bottles, but they're little shorty bottles. They are flipping adorable and very affordable. So it doesn't apply to every client. Like I took on a client that was pregnant, couldn't send her a box of wine. I took on a client who doesn't drink, 
not going to send her a box of wine. Um, and then I took on a client whose state does not allow wine to be shipped there. So would I love to send all my clients wine? Yeah, but obviously it doesn't apply to everyone. So I'm a little bit careful about that when choosing a gift for a client, unless I know them pretty well. And I know that they're a wine drinker or we've joked about that or something. I stick to, um, the flowers and the gift box typically, but I will tell you the clients that I have sent the wine to are like pretty geeked out about it. So it is, it is really fun. I mean, how fun to receive a box. If you're a wine drinker, a box of six different kinds of wine. And they're like, maybe it's gotta be more than a glass in there. I don't even know what size it is. Although I, I have a pretty heavy pour, so maybe it's just the glass for me. I don't know. Anyway, so that is the initial client gift. And then we do something very similar for the holidays. Um, but what I want you to explore is what could you send initially when your client is at that peak of excitement, right? Joey Coleman's book talks about this a lot, and I didn't really think about it before, but right before you make a decision to buy something, it's like the most excited that you're ever going to be about it. Probably. I mean, the excitement, maybe you have excitement down the road because you're getting results or, or whatever, you're happy about the product, but it's not the same kind of excitement. There's something that like tickles our brain about the opportunity that we're about to embark on like the adventure that we're about to embark on. And our brain just doesn't get tickled exactly the same way after that. So after that happens, after they sign the contract or after they pay for the thing, we almost take a huge downhill, okay? It's like now your customer is a little bit worried. This is where the buyer's remorse comes in, right? You may or may not have done anything to upset them or provide poor service. It's just their own brain is like, oh, wow, now I committed to this thing. Is it going to be as good as I thought it was going to be? And everyone goes there, right? Everyone, no matter what what you buy. I mean, if you buy a bar of soap, it's probably not going to be that big of a deal. But anything that you're really making an investment in, we all have these feelings, this excitement, like this is going to solve my problem. And then this, Ooh, what did I just sign up for? Could I have done this on my own? Is this really what I need? And you're just kind of thinking these things. Now there's an opportunity there at the peak and right before they start to have that, go through that buyer's remorse to touch again with them and cement this idea, this feeling that they made the right choice and that they should still be excited. And this is where one of your client gifts can come in. You guys, it costs us like less than a dollar to send a postcard, right? Less than a dollar. I don't even know what stamps are anymore. I know that they're going up though, I think in July or something like that. I don't know. But it can still, it still is a feel good for your client. So what could you do that is a quick win, a feel good? It doesn't have to be a postcard. It doesn't have to be something you create. It could be sending a video. It could be sending a voice memo, a voicemail, calling them up on the phone and welcoming them, telling them how excited you are to be working with them. It does not have to be something that costs you money. It's just that this episode happens to be about gift ideas, right? And then 
once they sign, you know, a, another gift, depending on, you know, your price point will probably depend on how profitable your offer is whenever you sold them. When you have a client on retainer for thousands of dollars a month, you have a little bit more wiggle room, right? Or if they have signed a contract to stay with you for X number of months, you probably have a little bit more wiggle room. It doesn't have to be something fancy. The point is that it should be relevant to them. Don't send them wine if they don't drink wine and maybe have a custom element in it. So whoever is sending your box for you, like hand writes the card, says, we're so happy to have you. We're so grateful, something like that. Okay. And then opportunities for gifts in the future. Are there milestones that you reach with a client that you can mark, like that you can commemorate with a card in the mail or a postcard or same thing that I said before, a video, a voicemail, a message, an actual gift. I've been thinking about this for a while. When my clients launch, it's kind of a big, it's kind of a big deal. It's a big investment of their time, their money. I mean, and we work really hard during their launches too. So I have thought about sending them bouquets or gift boxes, kind of like survival box maybe for a launch that has some like caffeine and some snacks or something like that in it um, for when their launch kicks off. Or maybe a bouquet of flowers once their launch has wrapped up. But that would be an opportunity, I think, to elevate the experience, show appreciation, and also excitement for the launch because it is pretty stressful for, for clients to do launches. Um, holidays, birthdays, all of these ideas that I've shared can be used, you know, throughout your client's journey with you. So explore your options. They don't have to be expensive. I will share in the show notes. Uh, you can just go to Jackie-Ellis.com. Click on podcast. You'll find this episode. You'll see in the show notes, some ideas for vendors that we have used that range in all price points, uh, so that you can maybe tap into some of those for gifting your own clients. And it just makes things so easy because you can, when you sign a client, you can just assign your VA or a team member to go ahead and ship that gift out. And you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to be the bottleneck in that either. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, you've heard me say it before, go over and leave a review on Apple podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast, let us know that you enjoy it. It's the only way that we get the word out about the podcast and it helps us reach more people. So thanks for tuning in. I hope to see you in the next episode. Bye. Okay. So funny story. After I recorded this episode, I thought to myself, did I even tell the story about the gift that I received from my coach? my client gift. And I realized, no, I didn't. That was the whole point of the episode. It was inspired by this gift I received in the mail from my coach and the timing of it. So just real quick, let me share this. So I've been in um, my coach's program for a year and I'm coming up on renewal. Now, as at the time of this recording, it's summer and we have a retreat coming up in the fall. So if I don't renew, I don't get to go to the retreat. And I mean, it's like that typically in a program, you know, no matter when your renewal is coming up, you don't get to go to the next event if you don't renew. So 
I go to my mailbox and I find this cute little box in the mail addressed to me. Oh, very exciting because I didn't order anything. Love it. And I open it up and it is a beautiful leather luggage tag with my initials on it. And I thought, my goodness, this is the perfect timing for this gift. I don't know if it was intentional or if it was just, you know, a a coincidence, but a luggage tag right before I'm about to renew and decide whether I'm going to the upcoming retreat in the fall or not. So what a creative gift to give, especially when your clients are involved in like traveling to your retreats and that sort of thing. So it just kind of inspired me to think outside the box a little bit with gifting and timing of gifts. So there you go. I just wanted to share that and make sure you heard what I received in the mail. I thought it was really cool and I hope it gives you some ideas for unique client gifts too. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. As always, you can find show notes, links, and more over at Jackie-Ellis.com. And if we haven't connected yet, make sure you come find me on Instagram at I am Jackie Ellis and shoot me a DM. Let me know what episode you listened to and what you thought. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much for being brave, being amazing, and just being you. I can't wait until next time.